When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we'll be going for a deep dive into how Lord Voldemort never figured out that Severus Snape was a double agent whose true loyalties lay with Albus Dumbledore and the Order of the Phoenix. As revealed at the very bitter end of the Harry Potter series, Professor Severus Snape was one of the most successful turncloaks to have ever lived. Becoming a follower of Voldemort and officially a Death Eater, shortly after leaving Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Severus was a wizard deeply entrenched in the world of dark magic from a rather young age. Before he became enamored with the Dark Lord and his teachings, however, Severus's first love was that of the Muggle-born witch, Lily Evans. And so when Snape learned of a prophecy that inevitably sent Voldemort after the woman he loved and set into motion a series of events that would result in her death, Severus chose to alter his allegiance and instead work for the very group of witches and wizards set on destroying Voldemort while pretending to remain a faithful servant to the Dark Lord. At the very end of the series, through a devastatingly painful and sad montage of Professor Snape's memories, alongside a rather confused Harry, we discover that shortly after discovering that his beloved Lily was in danger, he crawled back to his former headmaster, Professor Albus Dumbledore, in an effort to gain his help in preventing her murder at the hands of the Dark Lord. However, since Dumbledore was ultimately unable to save her from death, Severus was overcome with the pain of her loss and decided to dedicate the rest of his time in this world to honoring Lily's life by protecting all that remained of her existence, her son, Harry Potter. This, in effect, made him a Death Eater whose true loyalties lay with Voldemort's sworn enemies. But, of course, since Voldemort promptly disappeared after his unsuccessful attempt to murder Harry as an infant, obviously there wasn't much double agent work to be done for an entire decade after Severus changed allegiances. And, as many Death Eaters renounced their loyalty to Voldemort after the Dark Lord's disappearance, Severus's reintegration into the Wizarding World as someone who no longer openly supported Voldemort was not suspicious, at least not to other former Death Eaters. But as the Dark Lord regained his power and called upon his band of loyal followers, there were those who doubted Severus Snape's loyalty to Voldemort. And yet, the Dark Lord himself saw no reason to question Severus after his return to the Death Eaters, keeping him by his side, believing him to be one of his most faithful servants, and keeping him informed of his many plans as he counted Severus as part of his innermost circle of followers. But how is it that the wizard many believed to be one of the most powerful to have ever lived 
never managed to figure out that Snape wasn't truly on his side. Well, I believe that the answer to this question is actually a bit more complex than one might first think, to which end I've put together a few ideas I've had on the subject, starting with Snape used his occlumency. Voldemort was a skilled legilimens who was able to enter the minds of witches and wizards without a wand or spell, a skill that we muggles would interpret as the ability to read minds, although legilimens is a little more complex than that, as it allows you to delve into another person's memories in addition to their current thoughts. Voldemort himself very frequently used legilimency to interrogate his victims and followers to ensure that he was getting a straight and honest answer. So, of course, it goes without question that he would have been using this same skill on Severus Snape in order to determine whether or not he could be trusted. Not only would the Dark Lord have been able to tap into Snape's thoughts when asking him a question, he also could have poked deeper into Severus's memories to understand if he was telling him the truth about what had happened while he was gone. But as Snape was also a skilled legilimens, he had also developed the ability to perform occlumency, which is the act of blocking another person from reading your mind and searching your memories. Whether or not Voldemort knew that Snape was able to perform occlumency or not remains to be seen, but it would seem that he didn't seem to notice or care to look too deep into the subject, as he never questioned Snape about this kind of ability or skill, which very tidily brings me to my next point. Voldemort thought too highly of himself. The Dark Lord was, in muggle terms, quite clearly a sociopath. He was extremely antisocial and very obviously lacked any form of conscience. This behavior also seemed to manifest itself into his belief that he couldn't be outsmarted. He thought he was the most powerful wizard to have ever lived, and that he was entitled to the most powerful wand to have ever existed, the Elder Wand. On multiple occasions throughout the series, we see him behave in a way that suggests he thought he couldn't be outwitted or overpowered, perhaps with the exception of his encounters with Harry Potter. So I believe that he simply thought that there was no way that Snape would have been able to deceive him, for if he did, Voldemort would have been able to tell. It's also possible that he didn't think that Snape was capable of legilimency or occlumency, as such skills were only achievable by great and powerful wizards like himself. In any case, it would seem that Voldemort may have never questioned Snape's loyalty for one very arrogant reason, he underestimated him. And in addition to underestimating the abilities of other witches and wizards, there was also one other major thing that Voldemort always seemed to underestimate, the power of love. Voldemort didn't understand love. As he demonstrated again and again, the Dark Lord didn't quite seem to grasp the magical power of love. From miscalculating its protective abilities when Lily sacrificed her life to save her baby, Harry, to being unable to identify how Lily's death would affect Snape's loyalty, Voldemort continually overlooked how potent this emotion can be. So, while he may have known of Snape's feelings for Lily, as Severus did beg the Dark Lord to spare her, Voldemort didn't seem to recognize what those feelings could lead to, which in this case was one of his most loyal followers altering his allegiances to serve those who stood against Voldemort, although he may have overlooked this considering Snape killed his sworn enemy. One of the biggest pieces of evidence that Voldemort would have looked to when deciding if Snape could be trusted was the fact that, in the end, he murdered his biggest rival, Albus Dumbledore. Now, as we later learn, Snape killed Dumbledore at the request of, well, Dumbledore, as the headmaster was already dying from having touched the cursed ring that had once belonged to Marvolo Gaunt and had been turned into a horcrux by Voldemort. 
Of course, the Dark Lord didn't know all this, and Snape's act of killing Dumbledore atop Hogwarts Astronomy Tower would have resolutely shown him to be a loyal, unwavering Death Eater. Then again, maybe he did know, but used it to his advantage. Finally, there's the idea that perhaps the Dark Lord did know where Snape's true loyalties lay. It's not completely out of the realm of possibility that Voldemort, who we've already covered as being one of the most powerful wizards of all time, knew that Snape was a mole and was simply using this information for his benefit. Think about it. There are several times throughout the series that Voldemort feeds false information to his group of Death Eaters in an effort to fool Harry Potter, Dumbledore, and the Order of the Phoenix. The Dark Lord even uses this same tactic when he realizes that Harry has been able to see into his mind, planting false thoughts to mislead Harry. Voldemort may have also recognized that Snape was indeed providing him with some credible intel from the Order of the Phoenix, as how else would Severus have been able to stay in such high standings with Voldemort and the other Death Eaters if he wasn't giving them some information from the other side? So, even if Voldemort knew that Snape was a double agent working for the Order of the Phoenix, it's highly possible that the Dark Lord wanted Snape to continue to bring him bits of intelligence. It didn't matter to him that Severus wasn't giving him full details, what he was bringing him was likely enough for him to piece things together and stay ahead of Dumbledore. And with that, we've come to the end of another video. What did you think? Why do you think Voldemort never figured out Snape's true loyalties? Please share your thoughts in the comments below, and as always, if you enjoyed this video, don't forget to like it and subscribe to the channel. Also, be sure to check out the content on Spotify, as well as extra content on my second channel, Harry Potter Theory Extra. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live 